When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast powered by ComEd. It's getting easy, easier for your businesses to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at ComEd.com slash clean. Hi. Hello. It's Friday. It's Craig Boyson. It's Mario Terribasi. It's the last day of the bi-week all-star break. Anything and happening? Boy, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I just want to give a quick shout out to the fine folks at IDOT for deciding to <laughs> yeah. take three lanes of the Edens down the one lane to repave roads in the middle of the effing day. That sounds like something that should be done at three o'clock in the morning, but what do I know? Yeah. Sounds like the opposite of an ad read you just did there. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to IDOT for sucking today. Yeah. Shout out for IDOT for ruining my day. Bunch of idiots. I hope you get asphalt on your shoes and it never comes off. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I was lucky enough that my, if I, you know, I've done the drive in here so many times that, you know, I don't need the GPS, but sometimes I just throw it on just to make sure I have, you know, the ETA and, and, and make right. sure if anything pops up that it'll reroute me. And luckily I had it on today because at, at you know, I was, I was driving in before I got all, all to that, uh, traffic stall, it like rerouted me and it was like 25 minutes faster. I was like, whoa, what the yeah. hell just happened? I didn't catch the reroute until I was already getting on the exit because yeah. I guess it told me to like to avoid my exit and go an another way. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I think I just imagined that. And then all of a sudden the, the ETA went up yeah. minutes and I was like, all right. Yeah. That happens. Fun times. But anywho, we're all here. Thanks for joining us. Hit that like button uh, while you're here. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Give us those five-star reviews on all your favorite podcast outlets. Uh, and, uh, yeah, become a diehard if you haven't either. That's always yeah, a good do time. That. We got some new diehards. We're killing it in the diehard uh, department the last few weeks. We even got more today, so I just want to welcome in Bradley, Kevin, Jim, Brandon, Charles, Eric, Michael, and Genesis. Genesis. Was that Sega, Sega Genesis or the band Genesis? That'd be so cool if Either Phil Collins was, yeah. uh, was now a diehard. But hey, Maybe we th could use their music. Thanks for all of you guys for uh, signing up and becoming a diehard. We really do appreciate it. Um, 
So, what should we start with? We've got <laughs> so much to talk about. Maybe we should start off with the things about that actually affect or could affect the Blackhawks. Uh, sure. And that's let's, uh, that's I mean that's the the biggest development of the last twenty four hours in the NHL world. Uh, they're heading back to the Olympics in twenty twenty six and twenty thirty. Uh, those one, the 2026 are in Italy and 2030 are in France. So that'll be nice little, uh, vacations for those guys who eventually play for their uh, representative countries. And, uh, I said it on Twitter and I said it here in the office. Um, if you're going to ask about which Blackhawks could potentially play in the 2030 Olympics, all of them, all of them could potentially do it. That is six years away. And there are players that haven't played in the NHL yet that people are going to ask us about. I already know it's coming. So Beyond Connor Bedard, all of them have a chance. Yes, they all do. <laughs> Technically, you are correct. Um, yes, so the Olympics coming back 2026. Uh, all, that's, that's awesome. That, that is, it has been way too long uh, for the NHL and the, the men's game to have a best-on-best best representation in the Olympics. I know it's, it's disruptive to the season, all that, but I, I think back to watching – you know, the, the, the 2010 and 2014 tournaments and thinking, like, what in, in what other tournament do you get these best players all playing at the same time? It's, and Stanley Cup playoff hockey is, is amazing in, in and of its own right. But in the Olympics, it's, it is the best rosters that you can think of all playing at the same time. Yeah, I while I love the tournament, I really wish it wasn't in the middle of the season. That's my only down, my only con about the Olympics. Like my two like alternatives to that is like put ice hockey in the summer Olympics. Um, yeah, but all the, all, all those guys are out of season then. Eh, tough. You want to represent your company, stay in season or <laughs> have your own NHL led world cup of hockey Yeah, well. with all those countries in September, with every, all the with all the countries, right. that not is, this yeah. garbage that they're coming up with next year. That's lame. I'm sorry. Four nations face off. Four nations face off. <laughs> Anywho, um, the Olympics. The, why do you need to? Why do you need to involve the Olympics, the IIHF? There's just more people with their hands out, looking for the to, to get money off of this. The NHL should do it in NHL rinks with NHL players. Every two or three years in September, like right when training camp's getting underway, sure. so it doesn't affect your season, and those guys that are going to be playing in the tournament don't exactly play in a ton of preseason games anyway. They'll be in game shape, ready to go when the season starts. Yeah. It doesn't shut down your league for three weeks in the middle of the league, in the middle of the season. That's my only... I love now when it gets here and I'm watching the games, I'm going to be all about it. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Right. Great hockey. I just wish it wasn't at the sacrifice of three weeks of a re of the regular season. Well, I, I feel like maybe my memory is, is, is a little off, but they don't take the entire Olympic duration of the Olympics off. It's just the amount of time it takes to get the hockey done, which is still two which weeks. Is, right. But, but you yeah. got to give them time before time at it, it, it comes true. out yeah. to like 20 to like 22 days sure so okay. it's a long time for all the rest of the yeah. players to sit around i mean i'm sure they'll still be practicing and all that stuff but yeah to not for everybody to not play a game for three weeks it's it's a lot i mean Inst thankfully it only of, happens every four years right yeah but and uh, you, you you do lose an all-star game but i mean the all-star game is like eh. 
you lose one every four years, that's fine. Well, apparently it's going to be more because we're losing one next year, the next two years. So there will not be another All-Star game until 2027. Uh, uh, no. The, what did I see? It said there, there would be potentially an All-Star game to be like a lead-in to the Olympic break wow. in 2026. Elliot Freeman says no All-Star game next season. Next season, yes. That's what I mean. So next oh, season yeah, yeah, is 2025. Yeah. And then the Olympics is in 2026. So there would. So, so what it sounds like is that in those Olympic years, they would still have the All Star Game, but it would be like All Star Weekend, and then they then they go to the Olympics. So you might have a whole so month have, yeah. month of that's, hockey. That's off. All of February, no hockey. That's just I'm <laughs> no sorry. NHL. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I do not like it. I feel like if you're gonna do that, where it's like here's the All Star Week or weekend or whatever it is as a break, and then you go to the Olympic break, if you're going to do that, you have to resume the season before it's a, a three-and-a-half, four-week break. Like, right. if you if you resume the season, uh, like, a week before the Olympics are over and those teams just don't have those players, I mean, tough. You can You can make it up. It's fine. You know, international soccer does that all the time for, right. you know, the the – the in-season tournaments like the Euros or, uh, you know, the international tournaments like that, they'll go and play internationally and the clubs will continue. Like, right. you can you could do that you for do that. two... If you ask NHL teams, hey, for two, three games, can you operate without one or two or three of your best players? I think you can, you can do that. Yeah. Just so you're not... Because think about how much you would be missing uh, of time and how condensed you're making the rest of the right. season. So I would think the clubs would be like, yeah, let's, let's get back to getting some, some ticket money here. You know, we don't want to take a whole month of February off, have no games whatsoever. Yeah. But if you're one of those teams that, you know, so many teams are within a point or, or two of the wild card and you lose two or three games because your best player isn't there. Sure. You have a gripe. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It It's, it's intrusive. I know it's only every four years. I just wish there was a way to avoid shutting down a season. But uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I I liked the way that the World Cup of Hockey in 2016 worked, where it was, it was in, in August. In, it was the lead into, yeah. or it happened. It happened when training camp was starting because some much, of those yeah. guys weren't in training camp right. when it started because the tournament was going on. I like that. I think that's fine. Um, but I think. Having it be involved with the Olympics puts it at a at a different stage. You can have your own best on best uh, tournament that's under the NHL control, which it seems like this four nations face off, which I hope expands and isn't only Canada, U.S., uh, Finland, and Sweden. Every time, I I hope that they modify that as time goes on. I would hope so because that's um, kind of lame. Yeah, uh, you could still have that have that control, but, but having it be the Olympics, having it be the, the expansive involvement that the Olympics is, um, the prestige that it is, the, the amount of people that watch the Olympics is there are, there are people who don't watch hockey, wouldn't watch the four nations face off, but you say, Oh, you know, hockey on the Olympics, they're going to tune in. And I think that that's where the league really does benefit from being involved at that international level because there are, there are people that, you know, I remember packing, you know, 30 people into me and my, my best friend's uh, dorm room in 2010 watching the Olympics. And we didn't have, you know, you know, there, there are, there are people 
that I remember at that time frame that still like hockey because that was like their introduction, you know, those games against uh, Canada and the U S and everything. So I think there, there is something to be said to being on that stage, having that exposure and, and, and having it be um, a benefit to the league and the guys love it. I mean, look at what Connor McDavid has, has been saying uh, today as after the announcement was made official, you know, it's it, for the best player in the world to be like, it's a dream come true to be able to have this opportunity to play for Canada at the Olympics. Um, like you have to listen to that. And, and that, yeah. that has credence. He's going to sure. have fun being the second line center for Canada. <laughs> uh, Clout says if Edmonton lost McDavid and Leon, that team would be bums. In my opinion, you're not wrong, but don't forget when the 2026 Olympics comes around, Leon Dreisel is going to be a Blackhawk. So, <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> yes. Got to keep that in mind. It'd be affecting the Blackhawks more than the Oilers because it will be Connor and Leon in the Olympics, but Bedard and Dreisaitl. Oh, that's David. funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, anywho, the other announcement was the Four Nations face-off, as we've already mentioned. Here's the official rundown. This is uh, per the NHL. Uh, very interesting. All games in the 2025 NHL Four Nations face-off will be played in accordance to NHL rules. Uh, I believe Boston and Montreal are, are going to be the sites for these games. Each team will play a three-tournament uh, three tournament games in a traditional round-robin format under the following point system. Three points for a win in regulation, two points for a win overtime shootout, one point for a loss in overtime shootout, zero points for a loss in regulation. Those aren't NHL rules. The introduction yet. of the three-point system. there's something else coming, too. Oh, baby. Uh, two teams with the best tournament record will then advance to a one-game final. The overtime format for the round-robin games will be three-on-three three sudden death for a 10-minute period. Again, oh, yes. Not NHL rule yet. Yes. Followed by a three-round shootout. Experiment with all your new yes. rules. Love it. The overtime format for the one-game final will be full-strength sudden death through successive 20-minute periods until one team scores. Uh, and, of nice. course, those four teams are United States, Canada, Sweden, Finland, mm-hmm. where uh, the majority of your top stars are coming from but you're you're leaving percentage out percentage wise yes. yes but you're leaving a lot of you, yeah a lot of really good you know, players no, out no russian team i mean who knows what happens between now and 2026 as of now i don't think well, it's 2025 be, it'll be it'll be next year right but i mean but for yeah. the olympics yeah I the olympics know i don't know like a lot can change between now and then yeah but i mean if the olympics are going to happen this year there would be no russia and you're that's a lot of talent you're not having in the tournament um yeah so we'll see. I I do like you know that they're they're trying some things here. The three point mm-hmm. system, the ten minute overtime. Five maybe five, they're yeah. foreshadowing that uh, hey. that's coming to the NHL. Try it out. I would love both of those things. See how it goes. Didn't the uh, wasn't uh, in Major League Baseball the pitch clock was a spring training thing only before it became an actual right. thing, right? Try it out. I yeah. think they tried it in the minor leagues as well. Minor right. leagues yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, and the. The AHL was they had the the three on three OT first before the NHL right. did, did they not? I believe that is true. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's not unprecedented for give it a whirl, see how people yeah, like it, try it out, see what happens, and 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 yeah, I I think there's been a lot of people that have uh, been calling for you know change to not over, not only overtime but also the point system. So the NHL try it out, see what happens. How people uh, like it. Elliot Freeman also says the desire is for a full World Cup in 2028 and 2032. So that yeah, means that'd be nice. every two years we're having 
a major international tournament with the NHL stars. I love it. As long as that World Cup isn't in the middle of the f- yeah. season. Like if, if you could do the World Cup if you're gonna in the summer, that's pause fine. your season every other year for a month, I don't care. I don't care who's got the best player. I don't anymore. I want to watch NHL hockey in uh, February. I, I Not just, every other year. I don't know. I, I would love it. Maybe as I get older... I would start hating it more, but I don't you know. Call I, me a crabby old I, man. I, <laughs> no, because you're not wrong. No, never. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, get off my lawn. If yeah, if the if if this four nations face off slash World Cup um, would be in the summer or like you know September or whatever, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I I agree. If if you were to do that in February too, every you know every two years between the Olympics. Um, pausing your season that often would be pretty disruptive. But if it, if it becomes the norm, then you're just like, all right, whatever. Like, I think you would get used to it. But, um, yeah, if, it, if it's in the summer, gives you something to, like, if you made the World Cup, let's just call it the World Cup. If you made it that, uh, like, your lead-in to the season every time it came around, I think that would be a lot of fun. And then the Olympics is your middle-of-the-season break. Um, you know, and, and both of them would feel... Uh, would feel different and, and special in their own way. So, um, yeah, I'm all for it. The, the, the more best pl- men's players in the world playing on an international stage hockey that you can give me, the better. World Championships doesn't do it for me. World Junior Championships, that's fun, but they're all teenagers, so it's like, you know, get get the best players that play in the best league out there against each other. Yeah, the World Championships is lame. It's... I mean, you know, it's it's, it players. means more. It means more to the the overseas countries than it does yes, to U.S. Their their best players are there. Like, yeah, yeah, all their seasons are over. Right. Uh, but you know, you got all the best players from the non playoff from teams. the nor- Yeah, from the non playoff teams. Some of them just opt to say like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, some yeah, some of them are hurt, and then you know, you got guys that play into the Stanley Cup playoffs like they're just not available. So right. it's you know, you it's just not the same. Uh, a couple other interesting tidbits from the Gary Bettman presser today Lots of uh, from Toronto. Uh, he, they, of course, was asked about the five players, four current NHL players from the uh, 2018 Team Canada uh, sexual assault case that we uh, touched on yesterday. Uh, short of it, uh, Bettman says the NHL will wait until the j- judicial process is completed before taking uh, any action. Um, Makes sense. Uh, but he did say that he would be surprised if any of them were playing in the NHL while the judicial system was playing out. So, um, Which, yes, duh. And also, isn't he the one that would make that decision? Right. Well, maybe. I don't know. So why would he be surprised? I mean, it's going to take another two years. I'm kind of hoping there's another commissioner in there by the time that plays. What happens first? This trial or Gary or Bettman finally... Retires. Yeah, um, I don't know. Both of those but couldn't happen soon enough. Yeah, no. The it would be fucking wild if any of those guys. I can't were. imagine any team. Yeah, what team is gonna would, take would that? Take on? that hit. And let's be honest. For four guys who are kind of like mid, like if it's a player that has like franchise ability, I think even still, you could see a team, a team to do that. W- rolling the dice a little bit you could i could see it i'm not saying it would but like if it was a guy that had like you know uh mcdavid like talent if you had Connor mcdavid facing 14 years in prison 
like with an upcoming trial, I don't. I still don't think you would get a team. I, don't know, I would have, like to believe I, the NHL could. Always I would like to me. believe that too, but I don't think seen, you would get a team to be like, "Hey, we're going to bring in McDavid and see if we can get something out of him in these two years before he goes to prison." Potentially, like I, I don't know. I would really like to believe. The I would NHL believe, is I would like that. to believe there isn't, but again, I don't put anything past any kind of pro sports team right. because the, a lot of them don't have. Most of them don't have much of a conscience. Sure, winning takes over everything we've seen it well, time and, and time again um but yeah well and, and, and Batman made the point in his in his press conference too on that subject basically saying all of these guys are only under contract through this season so to play like they're on they've all been given indefinite leaves from their team and everything what have you um likely forever um but all their contracts expire in the summer. So you would have to, a team would have to give them a brand new con. It's not like car. It's not like a guy like Carter Hart was on like a four year deal or anything like that. Like you would have to this summer give that player uh, who's been charged with all these things, who's going to be facing a potential trial and everything. You would have to go to him in the summer and say, we're going to give you a contract for next year. Like, no, I don't no see that. Not that. not an NHL team. No be interesting that. if they're going to be allowed to travel to Europe and play professionally in Europe. Um, you know, uh, I uh, they, I know they weren't. I don't think I don't, that they surrendering their passports was not part of this deal because right. they're not considered flight risks. But I would imagine, like, hey, I'm going to go play in Russia. I swear I'll be back. Like, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, and the other bit of news, this one affects the Blackhawks, um, not on the ice, but um, per Frank Saravalli, uh, Bettman reveals that Corey Perry has a grievance pending but not filed against the Blackhawks mm-hmm. because he said Perry feels they did not have proper grounds to terminate his contract. Go away, Corey Perry. Um, and then F- Elliot Friedman expanded out saying the NHL and NHLPA agree to extend the deadline for Corey Perry to file a grievance against his contract termination from Chicago. Previous deadline was this past week. League supports Chicago's decision. Bill Daly indicated union wants to appeal. I say shit or get off the pot. You've had 60 days. Too bad. Deal with it. You've got another contract. You're playing in Edmonton. Piss off, Corey Perry. I'm so happy I could say that again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know uh, why he gets the, the extension. Uh, it's been over 70 days. Yeah, you've had it's you, this happened before Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's almost so, Valentine's Day. File your grievance or go away. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know why the extension was given, especially for the fact that like he came back and got a contract from another team. Like, sure, you know, you're playing now for league minimum when you did have a four million dollar contract. Sure, you may believe that you're entitled to that uh money on that contract, but also uh, what we learned from, you know, the the whole process of everything was that those contracts, they have different clauses that give, you know, wording, yeah. teams the out if there's, you know, conduct that each team has their own standards. Yeah. That and, and that is and, and that is is, is yeah. where the Blackhawks stood on terminating Perry, Perry's contract. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, for the fact that, you know, Gary Bettman said that he didn't have a problem personally with how the, the Blackhawks handled everything. Um, I don't think anyone really does, and uh, other than maybe Corey Perry. But we'll uh, we'll see how it how it uh, 
plays out. Um, I don't. I st- so he's basically getting like 120 days to make this decision apparently, well, but hopefully uh, whatever happens, it can be, you know, as, as least messy as possible and um, can just move on from, from this situation, which I think we, we all thought we probably had gotten to that well, point. As Cricket points out, and she's, she's correct, uh, I'm not sure Perry wants to file. It seems like the union wants to file it. That, it may, that may be true. The union is if trying Perry to do If Perry didn't want to do it, they wouldn't do it. Yeah, but I'm, you need, I'm sure he's you need the play, you need the you need the player to agree to move forward. But the union is going to do what the union does and like make sure that like a precedent isn't set and get language out there right, that like right. you just can't terminate for whatever reasons. But right, yeah. Again, if they're never going to tell us exactly what happened, then these things kind of fall on deaf ears because nobody really knows. If he does everything. file a grievance, I think we he, will learn right. the uh, the details or. Other people will learn them. I don't know if they'll become public, but just don't tell John. Scott. More people, yeah, yeah. More people will uh, will definitely find out about what uh, exactly happened. And Brian's asking Julian Gautier on waivers should they pick him Ooh. up? Yeah, nay, no. Um, no. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know who, Julian Gautier. Which, is, he really, know is he the really big one? Yes, he's a, he's on the Islanders this year. Uh, five goals, nine points in twenty-seven games. Uh, yes, he's the six-foot-four right winger. 19 goals, 41 points in a in 180 career games. When I Google no Julian Gauthier, the f- first thing that pops up is bear attack. He got attacked by a bear? Musician mauled to death him? by bear in oh. Canadian wilderness. That's... 2019, composer and musician Julian Gauthier dragged from his tent and mauled to death by a bear. Whew. What's worse, that or having to play for Patrick Waugh in New York? <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Julian Gauthier. First attacked by Bear, now I, waved by an Allen. It, no. appear, it appears Julian Gauthier's uh, analytics don't um, don't fit. We don't like analytics. No, they don't. Yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm cool passing on that. Um, 180 NHL games. Yeah, not. He's had a lot of stops. He has. Carolina, probably because he's not a good hockey player. Rangers, Ottawa, New York Islanders. Uh yeah no I was I'm good that's fine yeah I'm co- I'm good um all right well we've got a lot of other stuff to get to including um all stars yes we got all star the the draft we, was last night we that got, was we got we had some crap we some got mushrooms coaches getting fired we got some mushrooms to do before trades <laughs> we're doing them huh <laughs> we've got so much to talk about including one of our brand new partners our good friends over at CD One Price Cleaners where customers can save over 30% on their dry cleaning bill just by taking all their business to CD1 Price Cleaners. Their simple, transparent service is what puts them over the top. Other cleaners charge a different price for every garment type. Plus, they have upcharges, and you may pay a different price every time you visit. At CD1 Price Cleaners, they charge just, guess what, one price for every garment. Yep, even your favorite sports jerseys. The same low price. That's why it's in the name. One price. So clever. Plus, they got their fast turnaround. CD1 Price Cleaners has your order ready as quick as the same day or the very next day. Other cleaners may take two or four days to have your clean garments ready. Plus, CD1 Price Cleaners is going to send you a text as soon as it's ready so you can get it as quickly as possible. They offer a wide variety of services, including dry cleaning, wash and fold laundry, blankets and comforters, tailoring and alterations, leather cleaning, and area rug cleaning. So visit chgo.cdone.com 
Once there, you can pick from an in-store coupon or online pickup and delivery coupon options. There's tons of locations in the Chicagoland area. So once again, that's chgo.cd, the word one, dot com for more information. Yes. And while you're uh, waiting to pick up your dry cleaning, you can probably look around your home and say, man, these floors are shoddy. I need to get new floors. Well, you should definitely turn to our friends at Empire Today. With Empire Today, you get to shop at home with that nice convenience. You can get the right product uh, for your needs, quick and professional installation, and all do it at a very low price. That is the guarantee from Empire Today. They have the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they do have copycats, but Empire cannot be beaten on quality, service, and speed. So, competitors advertise low-quality products that Empire refuses to carry. They say, get those low-quality products out of my face and out of my office. Empire will not promise the lowest prices because anyone who does is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs. They keep uh, shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Uh, They have the virtual floor designer, which is awesome. All you have to do is take a picture uh, of the floors in the space that you want to uh, get new floors in. And then you can uh, see how those new floors might look in that picture and give you a little template for how they might look in the room. Um, And they pride themselves on convenient shop at home service. Uh, Empire helps customers shop for floors where they use their floors so they can see exactly what their new floors will look like in their home with lighting and decor so they can make the most informed decision. Uh, So schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off on a discount when they use the promo code CHGO. Uh, restrictions do apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for more details. All righty. Chicago Land Legends Empire. We love them. Empire. All right. Well, today. other news today. The uh, Los Angeles Kings have fired Yeet. head coach Todd McClellan, who is going to He's gone. make his... Uh, Trip through the Pacific Division. I yeah. wonder if who's he'll, he'll who's going to hire him next. He'll be back, um, of course. It's uh, the NHL, after all. Yeah, I mean, you know, never really won much of anything outside of you know. He had he had good runs in San Jose. He did. Uh, took him to the Western Conference Final. He lost to the Blackhawks. Was he still their coach when they made the Cup Final? Uh, uh that is a good question. I wouldn't know without looking it up. Uh, let's. Todd see. McClellan. Yeah. Not to be confused with Pat Oswalt. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Anywho, they have replaced him with interim head coach Jim Hiller for the rest of the season. Uh, Hiller has uh, bounced around. He's been an assistant with the Red Wings, the Islanders. So he's going to get a shot at this team. Uh, no, he was coaching the Oilers. Okay, so it wasn't. Um, but um, So this will be three teams now. He's uh, Sharks, Oilers, Sharks, Kings, Kings. Oilers as a head coach was an assistant coach with the Detroit Red Wings before. All right. So uh, basically, January killed him because the Kings have been <laughs> one of the worst teams in the NHL uh, since January. Yeah, this this was a falling. team. This was a team that at one point was leading the Pacific Division standings, and they are now in the wild card spot and fifteen points out of first place. They started the season twenty seven and four. Yeah, they were. That's good. They were on fire. really good. 
Since then, they've gone three eight and four, including an eight game losing oh, streak. And to make things worse, they were going on their eight game winning losing streak in the midst of the Edmonton Oilers fifteen game winning streak. So the Opposite Oilers direction. went from being like ten <laughs> points behind the Kings to yeah. like five points ahead of them mm-hmm. in like two and a half weeks. It was pretty crazy. So Todd McClellan out, uh, Jim Hiller in. See what the Kings do. I mean, that's a, that's a talented team. Yeah. Um, they, still mean, a lot of young players. You know, when you're dealing with young players, you get consistency issues. Yeah. Um, they're they're a team that's like they're they're built enough still to be contending and competitive, but also like I don't know, they're kind of getting a little old. Anze Kopitar's yeah, up there. Yeah, Dowdy's there. Dowdy's up there. But you but you mixing guys like Quentin Byfield and and yeah. Um, hey. You, you know, Alex Ka- Turcotte got his NHL <laughs> he first did. goal the other sure night. Did. Tom McClellan's last game as a Kings coach was a win. It was. Against the but, I mean, I think that that just kind of shows you, like. Well, they were just waiting. It for was, yeah. Break. You were you were waiting for the break Dead man to do walking. It. Yeah. Um, he's the sixth head coach to get fired seventh, if you include Mike Babcock. Just this season? Since, since the season, he is the sixth head coach uh, joining the Oilers, Wild, Blues, and Islanders. Hmm. Um, so. Is Luke Richardson next? I don't know. Let's check those betting apps. See what the <laughs> see what the uh, see what they say. He's not. So uh, for those that aren't paying attention, the, the Kings uh, the Kings didn't wait for him to lose to the Blackhawks. The fire. Yeah, him, so, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean the, the the Kings. I mean they 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 got Kevin Fiala locked up. They got Philip Deneau locked up. Uh, Adrian Kempe's there for a few years. Trevor Moore's there for a few years. And they're years. stuck with Pierre-Luc Dubois. I, I was getting eight there. eight more years. What? Eight more yeah. seasons. McClellan's like, you give me this bum for eight years and I lose my job? When's Rock Blake getting fired? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they, they've definitely locked up a number of guys. They got some some important guys that are going to need new contracts, like Byfield. Um and Galiev, but he's he wants out. He has made it public he wants out. Jordan Spence needs a new contract. And your goaltending situation is not great. Uh, well, who would have thought a guy Talbot riding and, Cam Talbot's wheels yeah. to death, a team would exactly uh, would fall apart. Like also, I know he's an all star. You you rode you rode no. into the season with Cam Talbot and Phoenix Copley. Kind so of, the fact that they were doing so well. Is um, well, who would have thought that Cam Talbot would have came crashing back to earth? Career backup, Cam Talbot. Right. I know he's an all star this year, but somebody had to be. Yeah. So is Gorgiev, who's just playing, who's not yeah. great, but playing on a really but good. But he team. has the most wins. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd have a lot of wins playing in front of that. The you have a sub nine hundred save percentage. Um, That's uh, wins as a team stat right there. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Kings. Um, what they do. Uh, you know, if maybe if the the head coach firing bump uh, benefits them and they go back in the uh, Works so well for the, the right wild. direction, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's 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 not always the uh, uh, the easy fix to get rid of the coach, but we'll see what happens with them. Uh, let's see. You mentioned Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah, he's, he he's he bad. has forever been connected to the Montreal Canadiens, uh, but he's never played there. You know who's no longer playing with the Montreal Canadiens? That's Sean Monaghan. I know who he's playing for now. His former team in the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> the Winnipeg Jets. 
<coughs> acquired Sean Monahan, Mr. Excitement himself from the um I still love the boring Sean Monahan Twitter account. It's a good one. It's, yeah. it's it's a good I always think like that that's actually Sean Monahan, so that's why yeah. I call him Mr. <laughs> Excitement. Um He's in so on the bit. The uh Montreal Canadiens are gonna get the Winnipeg Jets first round draft pick in this year's draft. Which will be a late pick. You would think, yes. And a third-round pick, conditional third-round pick, uh, in 2027. So the Canadians have somehow turned Sean Monahan into two first-round picks because you have to remember when they acquired him from uh, Calgary mm -hmm. in 2022, Calgary sent a first-round pick for them to take on the entire contract. So they have yeah. gotten two first-round picks for Sean Monahan. That's good GMing. Yeah, that's not um, bad. I don't know if I'd give up a first rounder for Sean Monahan, but that is what happens when you are dealing with rentals. You overpay. The Jets like their chances. I like the Jets' chances. We'll see what's uh, <clears throat> what happens there. Um, you know, Monahan. Now that Monahan and, and and Lindholm are off the trade market in consecutive days, man, the trade deadline is just going to be a whole bag of nothing. Yeah, um, that's not going to be exciting. But, I, but the, the, I like the fact that you got Vancouver and Winnipeg going out and getting these guys well before the deadline. If you're going to pay a big price for these guys, why wait till March? Why wait till someone else get another month? Them up? Yeah. Get a month out of it. Pay a little extra to get another 10, 12 games out of this guy that you mm -hmm. obviously think is the missing piece to your team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Monaghan, he is a lot of meh. Um, I mean, he's had some good seasons, mostly in his in younger in his career. He's got three seasons of over 30 goals. His best season came uh, in 2018, 2019, when he had 34 goals and 82 points for the Flames. Big that season. was five years ago. Since then, 22 and 48, 10 and 28 in the uh, weird shortened COVID year. Mm -hmm. uh, and then just eight goals and 23 points in 65 games. He's dealt with injuries. Yeah. Uh, only 25 games last year had 17 points. That's not bad. This year, 13 points, 30, uh, 13 goals, 35 points in 49 games. So you're, you're getting a guy who's good at special teams. He he specializes as the bumper role mm -hmm. on the power play. Uh, uh, let's see here. He's got six. Six of his 13 goals have come on the power play. He's got 10 power play assists. So that means 16 of his 35 points have come on the power play. Nearly half. Just about half, yeah. Um, so that's what you're getting. Five on five, he's kind of eh. But on a team like the Jets, who are, are pretty deep at five on five, he might be a good fit there. <clears throat> Jets are going for it. Yep. Canucks are going for it. Uh, the Western Conference is wide open this year. Yeah, what, uh, the Western Conference playoffs are going to be a meat grinder, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. And, I mean, and, the and same yeah. could be said for the East because there's a lot of yeah. good teams there. Yeah, but I, 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 I think... I think with the way, you know, like you said, Vancouver's going for it. Winnipeg's obviously making some moves to, to continue... Their their stretch of play this season. Edmonton is is the hottest team in the league right now. Yep. Um. So the Canadian Western Conference teams are getting pretty exciting that are there, in the playoff there spots. There might be a Canadian team in the final this year in yeah, the West. You might you might have one. Uh, Out of those three teams, I give the Jets the nod because they've got the best goaltender. Yeah. And then you know in the West you still got Dallas and Colorado yep. uh, playing really well. 
Um, don't count out Vegas. Don't count out Vegas. He's a t- uh, defending cup champs. So, like, it, I would not be surprised if the West produces the Stanley Cup winner. Like, they have a lot of really good teams uh, I mean, that, are, produced, that are there. They've produced the last two. Yeah. So why not again? Uh, the East has a lot of good teams, but, you know, those teams beat up on each other or, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I think, yeah, the, the East feels like, it feels like, you know, there's a chance that, like, the top contender in the East gets knocked out in the first two rounds cause just because of how the playoffs are, are formulated. But in the West, it feels like by the time you get to, like, the second round, like, still you're going to have at least one or right. two, like, legit contenders, whereas the East, it could you might be down to, like, oh, here's some underdogs. Yeah, you're right. Are you Did you just predict a second straight Boston Bruins first-round exit? You know, if there's if there's <laughs> someone on the record, or if there's someone up? in this uh, in in this room right now that is is known to call the Boston Bruins frauds, it would be me. Oh, I can't wait for the playoffs. They're going to be yeah, so yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, th- this stretch just to figure out who's in the playoffs is going to be amazing because mm-hmm. just look at those standings within the divisions. They're super close. The wild card races are super close. You've got a team like the. New Jersey Devils, who have been one of the biggest disappointments this season, but again, they've had health issues. Sure, you're not. Um, you don't have Jack Hughes. No, that's, Jack that's Hughes has been injured for extended period of times twice this season. Um, that's a team I predicted to go to the Stanley Cup final. Right now, they're not in the playoffs. Yeah. But you get Jack Hughes back here after the break, and if he does what Jack Hughes does. I mean, they can make things interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, we know when Patrick Kane returns to the Red Wings, they're going to start losing again because that's what they do (laughs) with Patrick Kane. So you may you may see uh, a fluctuation there. It's going to be a lot a lot of fun. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, Did we miss anything else before we get to the All Star Game stuff? Uh, no, I don't believe so. We got the Olympics, Four Nations, the trade, the firing, Corey Perry. Uh, I think that's about it. Has anything else happened in the in since we got on the air? Since we started, uh, do we want to talk about Arizona's uh, arena, or do we want to leave that to our PHNX fans? Do you want to hit the super friends. chat first? Sure. Super chat we from Thomas chat. says: Last year, the Jets coach said he couldn't motivate those guys after the Dubois trade. They are number two. Coincidence? Sounds like he is a cancer. It's, you sound correct. And look what's happening to the Kings. And he the Kings are the, the, the Kings got yeah, they, they got had Dubois. to fire their coach. <laughs> yeah, since he got there, and they've been. Uh, you know they they've been free falling. Uh, you got Drew Doughty essentially calling Dubois out without naming him. Next like, time he's going to name him, it's going to oh, be delicious. Oh sure, I, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I think you've hit it right on the uh, right on the head there. Um, they got rid of Dubois and they got rid of Blake Wheeler, Blake Wheeler. former captain. Yeah, Blake Wheeler's landed with the Rangers. Rangers seem to be doing okay with Blake Wheeler. Um, from from what I can tell, they're st- they're still up in the standings. So yeah, I think uh, we know who the problem was there. <laughs> now, how a guy like that can take down uh, an entire team, I don't know. But uh, he's a good player, but he's not nearly as good as he thinks he is. That's mm-hmm. the problem. And uh, yeah, Blake Wheeler, twenty points in forty nine games. But I mean, he's playing a, a, he's, a he's playing he's further not, down. He's in not the top line Blake Wheeler right. anymore. No, he's. In late thirties, Blake Wheeler, but he's he's producing. Um, was he the one that had that ridiculous play? Yes, where he just like he he was the beneficiary of the uh, Zabanajad pass. Yes, it was like I gotta go back and find the highlight. And he had, and he had the the ridic- he had the great uh, facial expression. Yeah, after that play, <laughs> his, like. his just jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah. Like 
Yeah. Yeah, that was great. He is 37 years old. He's been around for a while, man. I mean, yeah. was he? He was, was he with a, the he Atlanta a, Thrashers. Yes, that's how long he has been, an Atlanta yeah. Thrasher. And I believe, was he not on the 2013 Bruins team that lost to the Blackhawks? I uh, don't believe so. He was a former Bruins. I think I he was that. a Bruins he, he was already, pick. Okay, he was already gone by then. Yeah, he. I think he was already on Atlanta. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, if he was a thrasher, he had to have, he wouldn't He was have been a on Bruins draft pick. Uh fifth overall in two no. I'm I'm sorry. He was a Phoenix Coyotes draft pick. Wow. Fifth overall in 2004. Uh and then I believe he never played for the Phoenix Coyotes. I don't think that's so yeah, I think he, that is correct. Uh, signed as a free agent with the Boston Bruins after uh, letting his draft rights expire. So, played four seasons at Minnesota. What a jerk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then so- signed with Boston and then was traded to the Thrashers in February of 2011 for Mark Stewart. And uh, it was, Oof. let's see, or no, traded to Boston with Mark Stewart for Rich Peverly and right. Boris... Volabiak. Okay, cool. And then signed as a free agent. uh, Or no, and then was with Atlanta when they became Winnipeg. Right. And was with them forever. All right. And uh, Thomas follows up a super chat with another $1.99. Get Dubois to St. Louis. I'm for it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Let him play for every (laughs) central team except the Blackhawks over the next decade. But problem is... Ain't nobody, he's not going anywhere for a long time because the Kings have him and the rest of the league is laughing at him for the eight-year contract they gave him. And is it a no move on Dubois? I don't know. That would be even Looking stupider. But uh, doesn't look like it. Well, not, not this year. I mean, I you don't need to give him a no yeah. move because there's a lot of teams that are like, no, I don't want that. No movement clause kicks in. Uh July first of this summer. Have fun with that. Think that's that's the type full, of full no move clause next year through the twenty seven twenty eight season, and then modified uh, fifteen team no trade list in twenty twenty eight twenty nine, and then a ten team no trade list in twenty nine thirty and thirty thirty one. Those years don't exist. Right. Those are not real years. Right. The Yellowstone volcano are gonna <laughs> is gonna blow by then, <laughs> and it won't matter. Take us all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jesus. All right. I don't want to go down that road. Wishful thinking. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, we should have a totally organic conversation about. You know what would help? You know that 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 delay, volcano we'll not take volcano. us all. Yes. More if we all switch right? to electric vehicles. That is yes. True. How how easy uh, is it to switch to electric vehicles? You may ask. Very easy. Thanks to ComEd, it is getting easier for businesses to switch to those electric vehicles. And as we said before, that is something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. You said it. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence toward an electric tomorrow, which I believe is what uh, Dead & Company is calling their uh, run at the Sphere in Vegas. Nice. Whether you have one delivery van or an entire fleet of shipping trucks like Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, he needs them for every time he uh, gets moves. He, when you move cross-country yeah. so often. Exactly. ComEd <laughs> can help you make the changes that make the most sense. Well... What should Pierre-Luc Dubois and other people who move around a lot do? Well, 
First, stop being a pudwack. Second, go to comed.com slash clean to learn more about resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. It's good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Comed.com slash clean. That is correct. Yes. Go now and see how Electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. And hey, if you're looking to get uh, an electric fleet of trucks, why not fill it with the best? I'm sorry, I'm going the wrong direction. Hey, you know what's great about saving money uh, with electric vehicles and saving the planet? It means more events can happen, and that means more events you can go to and like buy it. tickets to. You can do that with our friends at Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry uh, when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater events happening nearest to you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, and Game Time's best price guarantee, they take the guesswork out of buying tickets. I love the views uh, from your seat function on, uh, on on game time it allows you to see you know if you're going to a venue you haven't been to before or you know maybe you've been to the united center before for a hockey game uh, or a basketball game but you haven't been there for a concert or one of those big time comedy shows and you don't know what the uh, view from your seat is going to be like you can get go to game time you can pick the seat and you can see what it's going to look like you can see where the stage is going to be set up see where you where your perspective is going to be and make sure that you're getting the best price to get the best view of the event that you're going to. I love that. And I love that uh, Game Time does the all-in ticket pricing so you know exactly how much each ticket is going to cost with everything included. You're not going to get to check out and be surprised when there's an extra $50 fee on your ticket and be like, hey, I thought it was way cheaper. Nope. With Game Time, you're going to know exactly how much you're going to need to pay right away. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code CHGO for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, again, count or create an account, redeem the code CHGO, that is C-H-G-O, and you're going to get $20 off of your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right. Was that C-H-G-O? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's C-H-G-O. G, okay. oh, it's thanks, it's thanks for spelling it, it is super hard to remember, <laughs> so that is why I always wear my CHGO shirt, as you see here, so I can always just look down and spell it out. Hey, I got one of those on my. You shirt, got one so too. Nice. You know where else you can get those? At the CHGO locker. You can go to allchgo.com and check out our merch. Go chgolocker.com. Check out all these great shirts that we have, all the great hats that we have. Uh, all that stuff, and get yourself decked out in some of the best CHGO merch that money can buy. And uh, while you're there, become a diehard and save 20% on all that merch. Yes. Save 20% on our uh, events, our takeovers, our tailgates, and all that, and get access to all the awesome content that we create and uh, make accessible to only diehards, including the Rebuild Report uh, that Greg and I co-author, the Blackhawks Beat from Jay, and you get access to our diehard-only Discord channel as well, which, uh, pending technical difficulties, Greg and I will be jumping into after the show. We'll do a little CHGO Blackhawks overtime period uh, with our diehards. 
So uh, we'll we'll chat. We'll get ready for the weekend. We can maybe chat a little bit more about the All Star Game coming up um, this this weekend and uh, have some fun. So become a diehard. Get all that access. Save some money. Become a member of the CHGO Sports Community uh, and just be one of the cool kids. That's right. Yeah. I don't get to be the cool kid very often. It's nice to <laughs> finally do that in my mid forties. Change of pace. Uh, okay, yesterday we got we saw leaving here the uh, <laughs> we were surpri- we were we were caught off guard by the five o'clock start yeah, time, <laughs> which is weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it put the uh, the uh, PWHL's showcase like mm-hmm. in prime time, which yeah, I would rather have that in prime time than a bunch of guys going through the motions of doing something they don't want to. So do. frustrated by that. Um, yeah, I think so. I think what happened was the. The draft wanted to, the NHL wanted the draft to be on ESPN Airways. It was on ESPN2 uh, in in America. Um, But the NHL All-Star Draft was not going to push college basketball. So if you wanted it to be on ESPN, you had to do it on ESPN's time frame. And that was the time uh, that that you were able to do it. So, yeah, it was a little early, uh, 5 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. But... What I did like is it was nice and tidy and wrapped up in one hour. Like, it, it didn't drag on right. uh, like a lot of NHL events sometimes do, uh, especially around, you know, the all-star events where it's like, here's three hours of awkward conversations and, you know, killing time. Like, no, it was nice and concise. The biggest problem I have with it is that it it just didn't seem like it had the buy-in from the players completely like like the last time that they that they had done drafts maybe uh the uh the open bar helped the beverages helped <laughs> um but I, I i think you know the guy it was a lot of uh you know they had the live mics and those were not really useful for what i think the league was trying to do um you had some celebrities that were really into it michael buble will arnett tate mccray they all did really great. Justin Bieber, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> like, like, cool. Your 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 jersey's got all the all the promo. You know, all that stuff. Your brand is all over the place, and then you couldn't be fucking bothered to even just stand next to Austin Matthews yeah, and he's too cool. uh, yeah, and Morgan Riley, your Maple Leafs best buddies. Like, too cool. Just sitting in the back. Like, what a fucking dweeb. Um, <laughs> but beyond that, like, you know, I, I think it's it's tough to pull teeth to get personality out of these guys, but. Um, you know what are you going to do? I like that the NHL brought the draft back. That was that was good. Now, uh, do it a little bit better. I liked the live crowd. That was fun. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the 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 guys skating on the ice was I was like <laughs> it's kind of funny when we when we turned it on and they were like making the picks. I thought they were just like in the in the arena like just on like the ice as like a stage but then they I, I don't know who got picked but they like stood up and started skating over i was like oh shit they're like on their skates like it was it was pretty funny um and then of course you saw i, I don't know if, i don't know if you guys saw it but on TikTok and Instagram, people were taking like wide shots of all the players on the benches on the ice, and they're all like swinging their legs yeah. with their skates. Like yeah. that. Some of those oh, guys, yeah. that just that just uh, that that tickled me. So that was uh, that was good. But I I think the event was meh. I think the only but I like that it's back. I, yeah, but they got to tweak it though. Like Definitely, you should, it, captains should only be allowed to pick one of their teammates because you basically mm-hmm. have all the teammates together, which is lame. It's stupid. I want to see Maple Leaf that. versus Maple Leaf, Canuck versus Canuck. Um, so let's go over these rosters real quick. You have Team Hughes, captained by 
uh, Quinn Hughes and, uh, well, Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. Um, coached by Rick Tockett. He even has his own coach. Uh, <laughs> who's the celebrity captain for Hughes? Is that the Hugh, The Michael Hughes Buble? team was Michael uh, Buble. Buble. Yeah, yeah the, team, the, uh, team China. Maybe stoned Michael Buble. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you have Quinn Hughes with Elias Pedersen, Canuck, Nikita Kucherov, Thatcher Demko, Canuck, Kyle Connor, Brady Kachuk, Sounds like a Canuck, but he's not. Uh, Jasper Brett, Calm Talbot, Brock Bosser, Canuck, JT Miller, Canuck, Canuck. Frank Vetrano. That's Team Hughes. Yeah. And Team Matthews with... uh, It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Team Matthews, coached by Jim Montgomery, uh, celebrity captain by Mario's favorite musician of all time, Justin Bieber. Uh, Here we go. Austin Matthews, Maple Leaf. Morgan Riley, Maple Leaf. William Nylander, Maple Leaf. Mitch Marner, Maple Leaf. You suck, Austin Matthews. You're you're a coward. <laughs> Jake Ottinger, Clayton Keller, Matthew Barzell, Igor Shesterkin, Philip Forsberg, Alex DeBrinket, Vincent Trocek. I did like, though, that at least apparently behind the scenes, there was supposed to be uh, Quinn, the, the Hughes team was supposed to take Mitch Marner, and then Matthews was going to orchestrate a trade for them, but a for him, but apparently it just didn't happen. I, I would hate to think that the NHL was behind the scenes being like, don't do any trades, don't do all this fun and interesting stuff. I would, yeah, I would hate I, that, I, but I that is something I believe could have been ha- could have happened. Uh, then we have T. McKinnon, uh, coached by Rick Bonus and uh, celebrity captain by the uh, just adorably charming Tate McRae. Uh, she was great. Uh, she's I, I don't I couldn't name one of her songs, but no. Uh, you know, she is definitely eye catching and has a nice. She well, it's, was well, it's she the, was it's the piss jersey. It. Well, yeah, and she's on Team Piss, and but she's you know, at least into it. Yeah, and and and, and embracing it. So I give her credit for that. Yeah. Uh, so you have Nathan McKinnon, uh, with his Colorado teammate Nate, uh, Kale McCarr, mm-hmm. his his buddy idol, Sidney Crosby. Yep. Uh, who who wasn't there? He was uh playing at an outdoor rink in Montana. Because, of course, he was. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Crosby can do whatever he wants. Uh, Alexander Gorgiev, the avalanche goaltender, joins his teammate. Uh, Kapriel Kaprizov, uh, Sebastian Ajo, Tom Wilson, Jeremy Swayman, Travis Konechny, uh, the now Vancouver Canuck, Elias Lindholm, and uh, Oliver Borkstrand, the guy who much rather be on vacation right now. Uh, I love they showed a locker room picture of Bjorkstrand and his jerseys hanging up and it's just wrinkled as all hell oh. <laughs> like you could tell he just balled it up in a fury he, like I don't want to go to this he begrudgingly thing. packed his bags yeah. oh yeah uh, so team McKinnon Lindholm the is the only guy not playing with the rest of his teammates though technically he does they're not really his teammates yet right yeah he play with future them. teammates yeah um, team so. McKinnon by the way I saw this stat here they have the most combined career goals assists and points among the four teams with a combined total of 5,061 points, uh, better than Team McDavid's 4,568. Uh, and then uh, Team McDavid with uh, Peter Laviolette as the coach. Uh, it's Connor McDavid with Will Arnett. Of course, he picked Leon Dreisaitl. And then he got Connor Hullabuck, David Pasternak, Rasmus Dahlin, Robert Thomas, Sam Reinhart, Sergey or Sam Bravovsky. Sam Bravovsky. Apparently, apparently his name is Sam. Uh, Boone Wait. Jenner. Why is Boone Jenner there? Like, seriously. And Somebody Nick Suzuki and Thomas Hurdle. Um, yeah, when the best player in the world calls you uh, Sam, Sam Bravovsky, you are now Sam Bravovsky. Yes, you are Sam. Um, so there we are. 
Uh, PG's asking, uh, don't you have to draft your own teammate? No. You make quasi awkward conversation later. No, I, I, would, Team, I wouldn't. Uh, but the, back when Nick Felino was yeah, captain in Columbus, Patrick Kane was his assistant captain drafting against Jonathan Taves. Mm-hmm. I think it would be fun to see. We got to see Kane versus Taves that year as opposed to them together. I think it would be fun to watch Connor McDavid take on Leon Dreisaitl in a three-on-three game Mm -hmm. or Austin Matthews versus Mitch Marner. That would be more exciting to me than just watching teammates play with each other uh, on the ice. Team Foligno had Kane (laughs) and Keith and... Team Taze had obviously Jonathan Taze and Corey Crawford and Brent Seabrook. Right, so Kane was left. So they out. were, so they were, you know, split apart. You had Kane and, and Keith on one team, Taze, Crawford, and Seabrook on the other, and no one had. I don't think those guys had any problems with each other afterwards. No, they, I think they, they were seemed fine. to get along just yeah, fine. They still won the Stanley Cup that year. Uh, team McDavid will face Team McKinnon in Game 1, and then Team Hughes will play Team Matthews in Game 2. The two winning teams will play each other in the third game to determine the winner. Nice. Um, Obviously, uh, I'm picking Team Hughes because with all those Maple Leafs on Team Matthews, there's no way they're getting out of the first (laughs) round. Guaranteed loss. Yeah. I mean, again, if I'm Austin Matthews, I'm thinking... You know what? I haven't. Won I don't want crap. any Maple Leafs on yeah. my team. I don't want shit with any of you bozos. I'm not picking any of you. I'm going with all other guys to see what could have been if yeah. I would have just left. <laughs> hey, that 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 would have been a strategy. That would have been great. I would have loved to have seen like all the Maple Leafs just on all different just teams. Just four of them, up. four teams. Split, split them up. up. Make the rule that you can't draft a teammate. Right, or just one, <laughs> just one. Yeah, like that would have been great. Because then you would have thought the NHL would have wanted that—a Maple Leaf on every team. Pretty sure because then they were guaranteed to sold yeah, all right. four jerseys as opposed to just in one. Toronto. Yeah, pretty sure anytime the they had the draft <clears throat> and the Sedins were both all stars, they were on opposite teams. I'm pretty sure every time that yeah. happened. And then, like I don't even I didn't even know that was like physically possible. Like I thought like one of them would stop breathing if he was <laughs> conjoined. A yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, having having all the all the teammates together is. Uh, it's it's lame. It is whatever. And uh, if you have to, p- who's your pick to to win the <sighs> tournament? Or who piss, do you think has the best? The team? piss team. Going with I'm, the piss I'm, team. I'm gotta ride with the piss team. Uh, that's they probably team have McKinnon. the best roster though. Too. I think so. I think McKinnon, McCarr, they... Crosby, Kaprizov. That's yeah. that's pretty good. Travis Konecny on three on three won't be bad. The only thing is. They picked Alex Georgiev. Yeah, well, they have Jeremy Swayman just waiting in the wings. That's true. That's who I picked in my all-star put, lineup. Put Georgiev in for the first game, win that game 14-13, to 13, and then put <laughs> Swayman in for the championship game and win 3 nothing. There you go. All right. Yeah. I, yeah, I would love to see Team McDavid versus Team McKinnon. Uh, well, that, we are. That's the first game. So I would say, see, they got the best two teams facing each other yeah. right off the bat. It's tough. Uh, I'm sure they're going to do some shenanigans to get t- Team Matthews into the final. Sure, but, yeah. But in typical Maple Leafs fashion, they're probably going to lose. That, it'll they're going to lose in an excruciating fashion. They're going to be up like 9-8 with like 45 seconds to go and lose 10-9. Two, two goals, yep. yeah. To the there, worst there, guy on, on yeah. There will be one penalty called the entire weekend, and it'll be in favor of yeah, Team Matthews, I'm exactly, sure. Probably. Yeah. And yeah, hey, if, uh, you know, I, I think the, the All-Star game uh, – it's it's the least interesting uh, event of of All Star Weekend. The skills competition tonight is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Twelve guys uh, going to be involved in that. I like the new um, 
the new format, uh, getting all those guys to do all the different events together rather than one guy only doing the fastest skater and one guy only doing the hardest shot and everything. So um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, trying to pull up who are the 12 uh, that are in it. You would think that that information would be uh, easy to find. Here it is. I got it. Uh, so you have Connor McDavid, Willie Melander, Quinn Hughes, Kiel McCarr, Matthew Barzal, Elias Pedersen, Nathan McKinnon, Leon Dreisaitl, Nikita Kucherov, JT Miller, uh, Austin Matthews, and David Pasternak. Those are the 12 that are going to be competing. Uh, and then you're going to have the fastest skater, the one-timers, the passing challenge, the hardest shot, uh, the stick handling event, and the accuracy shooting. And then those are going to be where all 12 guys are going to compete. Uh, and then there's a point system based on you know how the guys do in those events. The top eight in the point systems uh, from the first events, they will then do... The one-on-one -on -one challenge, which is where they will uh, choose a goalie that they want to shoot against. That'll be a lot of fun. Morgiev's going to be tired. <laughs> uh, and the goalies that are going to be there are I obviously... I, too, pick Gorgiev. All the, all the <laughs> NHL uh, all-star goalies. So it's Swayman, Bobrovsky, Hellebuck, Tal Talbot, Gorgiev, Shesterkin, and Ottinger. And then, a little tidbit here, the goalie that makes the most saves, they're going to get $100,000. That's good nice. for them. Uh, and then the top six point earners... Uh, after all those events, they will be in the final event, the obstacle course. Uh, unfortunately, some explosions. yeah, we don't know what the obstacle course will be, but I hope it is very uh, most extreme elimination yes, challenge. There's going to be some explosions, some some pits, <laughs> something. Yeah, so uh, flying that would boulders. That will that will be fun. Um, At the very least, a tennis ball cannon. Yeah, like American, American gladiators? gladiators. Yeah, hell yeah, get you got to you got to get that in. Get laser in, in there and zap somewhere. out there to start throwing, getting <laughs> nailing these guys. Laser, laser. Um, who's your pick? Who's your pick to win it? Uh, if he cares, it's Connor McDavid. He's okay. the most skilled player in the NHL. He's probably got the best to like cross over from. Like he's not just good at skill one thing. to skill. Yeah, he's probably the most complete player. I'd be surprised if it's not him. I'm gonna go with Nathan McKinnon. Because I think he he can give McDavid a run for his money in his in his in fastest skater, and I think he probably could have a harder shot than McDavid. But other than that, I think those two are are probably it's one probably one, one and two. two guys. Yeah, I, I would be I'd be shocked if it's not one of those two guys. Yeah, um, but maybe future Blackhawk Leon Drysaddle surprises maybe. us. Yeah. In case you're wondering, All Stars competition is tonight at six o'clock Chicago time on ESPN. Mm -hmm. The All-Star Game starts Saturday at 2 p.m. Chicago time on ABC. So uh, th that's how you do it. So that is all the information I think and today. don't forget, AHL All-Star Weekend is yes, Sunday, Sunday and Monday. Monday. The game is on Monday. The AHL Skills Challenge is on Sunday. ISOG's uh, defenseman Ethan Del Mastro is the uh, representative there. Uh, good for Ethan. I don't know what event he'll be in. I don't know. I saw it, and I forgot it. Uh, <laughs> the AHLs, I believe, is going to be on the NHL network. Their it usually is. Game, or AHL TV. Their tournament that. tournament is different. Every division plays every division in yeah. a round wide, and they play like seven-minute games. Mm -hmm. So every team plays – every division plays every division. So each division has three games before yeah. they decide their championship. So it's slightly different. It should be fun. Um 
uh, yeah, I'll be watching the skills competition tonight. I don't know if I'm going to watch much of the game, but uh, I usually skip the games. Yeah, the skills unless, competition unless I'm, be fun. unless I'm, you know, free, and yeah. I I have the remote in my house, which is very rare. Right. Um, then I'll probably throw it on. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap up another ridiculously packed episode. Oh. Oh. Also, not yet. Um, sign of uh, proof of life. Connor, Connor, Bedard yes, Connor Bedard is in Toronto. He accepted the uh, IIHF Male Player of the Year Award today alongside uh, former Illinois resident uh, Hillary Knight. So that was fun. He got that award. Uh, I know tomorrow he's supposed to be at Maple Leaf Square with Sherwood Hockey. Um, and he was hobnobbing with some of the players here at the All-Star Game. The Blackhawks put out a video of McDavid and Marner talking with Bedard. Hey, that's um, your that's, that's your, your uh, 2026 Canada top line. That's your Chicago Blackhawks top line in 2027. You heard it here first. I mean, those are the first three guys touching the next Chicago Blackhawks Stanley Cup. That would be nice. Yeah. All right. So yeah, so Bedard is there in Toronto and is uh, hanging out with the guys. And quickly before we sign off, I just want to say R.I.P. Carl Weathers, who passed yeah, away today. Sad. Uh, big part of my childhood being uh, Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. Awesome in Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave us that great uh, handshake meme. That yeah. is Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Happy Gilmore. Three step biceps. Uh, yes. So R.I.P. Yeah. Carl Weathers. Uh, great, great actor. And by all accounts, it, he was in so great much stuff. human being. Yes. Yeah. Great stuff. So uh, uh, condolences out to the Weathers family. And that is going to wrap up a very busy off week. Here Crazy. at CHGO Blackhawks. Thanks for tuning Crazy. in all week. Make sure you're smashing that like button, subscribing to the channel, become a diehard, get all yes. the perks. We're going to hop in the Discord after the show. Yep. And by uh, the way. don't just a quick reminder we'll be back. Jay will be back on Monday. Will there actually be a Blackhawks practice on Monday and Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Post game shows are back on Wednesday. We're back. Uh, and the CHGO Blackhawks podcast is powered by ComEd. It is getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more, head over to comed.com slash clean. Enjoy the All-Star Weekend, and we'll be back 3 o'clock on Monday. Monday. We all silly like the mayor. 